Welcome to Enchenyo and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream. Tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world from different backgrounds and niches of expertise who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Okay, welcome to another guest to our podcast on Genuine Strength. And we have, today we have the lovely Haley Hunter Hines. Hi, Haley, how are you? Hi, wonderful, darling. How are you? I'm very good. Uh, just before we hop on the podcast, I was talking to Haley and she was telling me what she did, and her eyes just shone like it was just like this beautiful <laughs> glitter coming out of your eyes and I loved it I love talking to women that are so passionate about that what they do and uh Haley you mentioned you're a business strategies and an intuitive advisor and you also your business is called the soul spark of living no wonder why so Haley would you tell us a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you sure thank you it's a pleasure to be here I appreciate the opportunity uh so so Soul Sparkle Living is essentially um, what I refer to as being able to craft a life and a business that is the fullest expression of ourselves. And to me, that looks like a lot of different things to a lot of different people. To me, it's being around people that you love, spending time with people that you love, having the freedom to do that, creating a business that gives back and is able to provide for you beautifully and abundantly. Um, and then also, I love to travel. And so that's part of um, the kind of the vision and mission that I've always had with Soul Sparkle Living is creating beautiful and magical experiences for women around the world. So, so that's really what I've been doing for the past, I would say, five years, minus the last 12 months. Um, <laughs> my background is actually in, in corporate wellness. So I did a lot, a lot of years, 20 or so years um, in corporate strategy and product innovation for a national health management company. So corporate wellness is kind of my background. And then in 2016, at the end of 2016, I quit my job, put everything in storage and decided I was going to travel and speak and teach and facilitate beautiful retreats. I was going to do that for 90 days and four and a half years later, it was um, <laughs> still going, you know? So uh, the last, I would say six or so months, I've really transitioned into building what I call the Soul Centered CEO Collective, which is a beautiful uh, community of, of heart and soul led entrepreneurs that are really kind of around that six figure mark that want to begin really scaling to seven figures and beyond, mm -hmm. have a heart for service. So the philosophy is that when we make more, we can give more. So it's been a beautiful journey to work with these soul led leaders that have big dreams and big visions, but also want to give back. And so that's really been my focus um, for the past six months or so. And it's been an extraordinary journey and adventure. So that's in a nutshell, the story. 
I love how you said that. The more you make, the more you give back. Um, I had this conversation the other day. I wanted to buy something, and the the clerk said something like, "People who has money never give it away. That's why they have it." And I was like, "What kind of BS is that?" I was like, "I don't know what kind of people you know, but that's a generalization that is wrong." I was like, you know, but. <laughs> I was like, well, he was like, you don't want to buy that. I was like, I don't want to buy it because I don't need it. I love it, but I actually don't need it. It's not because I'm being stingy with my money. <laughs> I'm like, you know. Hey. But yeah, yeah it's, it's but that's uh, the mentality of a lot of people. I think a lot of people think, well, when you're wealthy, X, Y, and Z, there's all these beliefs that's tied to money mm-hmm. um, that, that aren't necessarily true, right? And don't have to be true. Well, so. most of them are negative as well. And, and it's that, you know, so I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, the thought of like, you know, making money on their business or selling their services, it's just like this big fear overtakes them because they're like, oh my God, how I'm now I'm going to be charging for something I do. I'm like, and when you go to work, you actually, you're being paid for something you do as well. But like, there's a huge, uh, there has to be a huge shift there mentally you know, able yeah. to be like, okay, now I want to get paid for what I do from home and it's okay. Right? Yeah. And it's okay. And, and, and making it okay. And I think giving yourself permission to do the thing that you were meant to do and follow your, your soul calling or your heart's desire. Those are, those are scary things. Cause that's not, we're not taught to do that. We're taught to like do this and stay on this path, do the right thing and the responsible thing, you know? And, and I think a lot of people end up living their whole life that way. And they become very there. Maybe that's where anxiety and all the unhappiness comes from because they're not fully expressed in what they're meant to be doing in this lifetime. And so I love to see people step into their, you know, into their brilliance, into their divine assignments, if you will. Mm. And I think it's super fun to see that happen. So yeah. And Haley, how, what was for you in that moment that made you decide, okay, this is not, I don't want to work in this anymore. I'm just going to pack everything and go. Mm-hmm. What, what shifted there for you? So there was, there was a moment. So I'm from Oklahoma in Oklahoma city, which is a basically a tornado capital of the U S right? Like everything happens here as far as weather. And there was a moment where, there was a huge tornado that came through my hometown where I'm actually in right now for the first time in a long time. <laughs> and I watched, you know, people that I'd grown up with, you know, schools were leveled and homes were shattered. And I just had this moment of realizing like, what am I waiting for? Like, what am I waiting for? We're not promised another day, another year, you know? And so I finally realized that you know, life's too short to keep doing things that don't absolutely light me up from the inside out. Like that's all I'm available for. And so I let go of everything else. I decided I was going all the way in on my biggest dreams. So that's what it, that's what happened. I, I love seeing women doing that, especially women that come from corporate. Like you have a certain lifestyle, you used to have a certain amount of money coming into your bank account. You know, it's, it's a huge yeah. shift. And you, you travel, huge. You travel, you travel a lot. Well, you said not in the last couple of months, but where have you been so far? Tell us your adventures. So when I when I first left on my my Operation Gypsy adventure, I um, went to 
um, Italy first. And I was there for a few weeks and I went to Paris. And then I did this beautiful like spiritual pilgrimage from Paris all the way down to the south of France. And I followed this, wow. the Magdalene line. I don't know if, you've, if you're familiar with that, but the Rose line in the, in the Mary Magdalene lineage. And then I spent a month um, in the south of France and I was able to babysit Julia Child's summer home, which was crazy and fabulous and had Thanksgiving there and then went to Paris for Christmas. And then I went from there back to the U.S. for a hot second. And then I did some work in Nicaragua with a women's uh, cooperative there. And we built 10 homes for these women. We taught them how to start a business and, you know, make jewelry so they could pay for their family and support their families. Um, and then I've also been, so I've been to Nicaragua a few times, France multiple times, Italy multiple times. I went to the UK and I went through uh, Scotland and Ireland. Oh, that's beautiful. Be so gorgeous. <laughs> I stayed on the Isle of Wight for a few months. Um, and then let's see, I've been, I went to Peru a couple of times, um, the Sacred Valley leading some really beautiful retreats there. Went to Morocco for about three weeks. Um, Spain, Mallorca, Spain. Oh my God. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I think those are the main, I could think, I mean, Mexico, I've been to Mexico several times. Um, so yeah, that's kind and, of the. And you never look back in those, those years you've been traveling and started your business. Did you ever thought for a moment, okay, shoot, I probably should go back to my job. Oh no, no, no. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Not, not, not for even a second because, um, now, I will say that the transition out of the corporate environment into being self-employed, is a, that's a big transition. So step. for me, for me, not, I mean, not only was it the security, like, obviously, you've got, you've got fancy titles, you've got big paychecks, like, those are lovely things, right? Beautiful offices. But what I think I did, what I underestimated was the human connection that I had. So, you know, I... I had a whole team of incredible people that I was very, you know, hands-on day to day. And I had hundreds of people that I was responsible for and all these clients. So there was, there was constant stimulation, not always in a good way. Not, I'm not saying that it was great, but it was connection and it was conversations and it was, it was energy. And so you take yourself out of that environment where I was just like, go, go, go all day doing all the things to being at home by myself all day. I was like, what, what have I done? So, so that to me was the only transition, but what it did was create space for me to be wherever I wanted to be in the world, yeah. doing exactly what I wanted to do. And I was able to create really what I wanted to experience, which I think as entrepreneurs, a lot of us do that. Like, mm -hmm. what do we want to do? What do we need? Let's create it and invite other people. And that's essentially what, how I started my business was just wow, I'd love to have a three-course dinner party at the house of Moet and Chandon in Epernay. I'd love to stay at a, at a, you know, resort in, you know, wherever, like South of France. Like, so I just started to create things that I wanted to experience. And then I just invited other women to join me. And it's been, you know, again, it was supposed to be a few months, but it, then it turned into a lifestyle and it yeah. just worked for me. It just worked for me, which Aww. was really beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. 
Thanks for sharing that, Haley. I think for uh, for people who are listening, who are still trying to, you know, and trying to let go of that part or want to step, like leave the nine to five, but it's still, you know, like that security blanket. And I know, yeah. I know it's a huge step, but once you do it and you fully commit and go all in, it's like everything just start, all the doors start opening. And then and you realize yeah, that what you had before, yeah, like you can always go back if things don't work, but things always work. Right. And, that's, and that's what I always thought. I was like, worst case scenario, I get another job. No big deal. Yeah. Worst case scenario, right? Um, I also think that, you know, when we give ourselves permission, to, to dream a big dream, you're right. Things, things show up at the appointed time. Now, for me, I was also, I've always been very responsible, very dependable, very, you know, I always did the right thing. So that was a big stretch for me to be like, oh my gosh, this is so irresponsible. But then I was like, no, it's actually the most brilliant thing I've ever done in my life. However, you know, I, I'm also cautious to say for people that are in maybe in a similar situation, they have the big dream, they have the big vision, they want to go for it. I'm also very much a fan of really preparing yourself financially, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, all of things. So I'm not a I'm not a risk taker in the I have no savings and I'm gonna quit my job next Tuesday and I have no plan. Like yeah. that would yeah. make me crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the way I did my transition was I started my business. I mean, I've always had a business, but even in my corporate career, kind of toward the end of it, I, I started doing my events just on the side. You know, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do a couple of these things and see how it goes and see how it feels. And I just was like, oh, my God, it's amazing. I love it. Mm -hmm. So then I ran parallel paths building my business at the same time I had my job. Yeah. I still had it. I mean, I had plenty of time. I didn't have family. So I'm like, what else am I going to do? Might as well build this. And I had a plan and a vision, a longer, longer term vision. And so I knew at the, at the appropriate time, I would be able to make the choice and have the space financially to do that. And that also felt really good to me because I think there's a big difference. And you know this, like energetically, when someone is like, Oh my gosh, I'm struggling yeah. and I'm trying to make ends meet, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my yeah. stuff. Yeah. It, yeah, you can feel it. Like, yeah, you can feel it. You can feel yeah, it. Much, much more spacious and just like invitation without expectation. That's how I wanted to show up. That was important to me. Uh, so, so anyway, that would be some suggestions that I have if anyone's listening that no, wants perfect. to make Yeah, no, perfect. Because I think I did that when I first started my business. And then I was like, I think a week after I had to go get a job. And I was like, okay, this is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, yeah. A, you know, there's a strategy behind it. There's definitely yeah. some planning. And, yeah. you know, I, I remember um, for, for several years, I was like, okay, I'm going to live on one paycheck and save the other. Live on one and save the other. But most people, a lot of people aren't able to, to create that much space for themselves, right? So I was blessed in, in the opportunity to do that because I knew what my higher vision was. Yeah. And I'm not a spender. I don't really buy a bunch of stuff. So that was easy for me. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just really getting clear on what your goals are and what yeah. you want your life to look like. And then being disciplined enough to, to stay the course yeah. and to be consistent. So but I think, would you agree? I think a lot of people will buy things because it's sort of a reward for them of having worked so hard and you spend so much time, let's say if it's an office 
and you spend 24 time, 24 seven in there, then you go home, you take your work with you as well. And then go and splurge on things. It's a way to be like, okay, here's a little treat for myself. And, and the next thing you know, you have a bunch of stuff that you never wore, you know, things were still with the tags on like a a complete waste of money. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And I think for me, I, I've never been a shopper really. Like I don't need a lot of stuff. I mean, I sold everything and I was living in with two suitcases for four years. So um, so I'm okay with that part. Yeah. I think to me, I would rather, if I'm going to spend money, it's on experiences, it's on connections, yeah. it's on trips or, or things like that. And I think everyone's yeah. different. Yeah. Everyone's different in the way they value things, but I, I agree. I've never really had that. Oh, I've done all of these things. So I deserve this. It's mm-hmm. like, if I want it, I want it and I'll get yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. But it doesn't have to, it's not a, it's not a, in exchange for anything. It's like, oh no, it's going to make me super happy. And I'm going to love this thing. Yeah. So just like you going to the store the other day and the guy's like, why don't you want it? And you're like, cause I don't really want it. I don't, like, I don't really I want, want it. It. I it. <laughs> it is. So, so lovely. So let's get back to your business. Uh, we're going to talk about creating a business that gives back becoming a soul center CEO. And I love, I love that title. I love it. I said it to you, Haley. It's just, I love the fact that you bring in this soul part into the business. I know there's a lot of strategies out there. I know there's a lot of uh, posts. There's a lot of like, do, do, hustle, hustle. If you put this business tool, this business tip, this business strategy. And the reality is not everything works for everyone. There's no secret sauce to success. I think we, we are, you are, you are in your business. I am in my business. You, the listener, you are for your business. You are the only secret that you need to know for your business <laughs> and to empower that. So Haley, tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah. So the Soulson CEO concept came to me a couple of years ago. I was doing um, an event in New York City at the Plaza Hotel. It was wow. gorgeous and amazing. Beautiful. Amazing. And it was really around... Um, this, this, the UN Commission on the Status of Women that meets every March um, on basically around International Women's Day. So it was kind of this hybrid of, you know, coming together to support that event, plus kind of this think tank around women entrepreneurs, and thought leaders, and how could we do more together, right? How could we create more of an impact? And I was already doing this work with the Women's Cooperative in Nicaragua. So I was very passionate about how can we funnel some of our revenue into helping other women either build a business or create stability for them and their family? And so the, th- the thing that came to me in that moment was like, wow, what if, what if we put together a collective of, of heart and soul led leaders that want to grow and expand their business, that want to make six and seven figures, but have a heart for service and a heart to give a portion of all of that revenue to make an impact. And so it took a while to kind of map it all out and, and allow it to unfold, which the timing is always perfect, even though it's not always the way we want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what happened last year, last fall, is I finally was ready to, to kind of create that, that movement, if you will. And now we have this beautiful community of, of extraordinary entrepreneurs that are Mostly they're already at six figures or, or almost there or beyond growing there. And, um, 
unique and diverse group of humans, but they're the most extraordinary people I've ever met because they're willing to help each other, right? So they show up and it's like, what's your big dream? Let me help you lift that one. And then we go around and then eventually it's going to be my turn and, and we, we help this big dream come true, whatever that may be. So it's been the most extraordinary experience to watch how this concept has kind of come together. And, you know, you never know what the idea is going to end up looking like when you create it, but you, you trust that this is a divine appointment and a divine inspiration. And so I've just been really so moved by the connections and, and the, the concept is really around deepening connection with each other, which mm -hmm. we need now more than ever. I mean, absolutely. Since yeah. we can't be together in real life, you know, that's been a huge blessing for me personally. Um, collaboration. So again, kind of doing business from a place of partnership and support, because again, as entrepreneurs, a lot of us feel alone all the time. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, we're one man show or we're, we might have a few folks that support us on our team, but for the most part, we're on our own. So this is kind of a, a mastermind meets soul family kind of concept, which yeah, is a little, unique, but really beautiful. And so, so yeah, we're about three, three months in and it's been just an extraordinary um, experience. And the mission again, is that they will all be able to expand to that seven figures and beyond. And then together as a collective, we'll give a million dollars a year moving forward. I love that. So that, that's the vision. And um, we have a few nonprofit partners that we work with directly. We just had a beautiful uh, summit that was, was really that event, the New York event that was mm -hmm. the inspiration for it. But since we weren't able to do it in real life, I was like, let's give it a shot and let's do it virtually. And it was amazing. It was amazing how the depth and the connections were still available and the magic still unfolded, even though we weren't together in real life. So and we, we were able through that event to put 10 women in business with a microloan, um, 10 new businesses, which was oh amazing. And, and two years of support and training. So, you know, every little bit that we do still can make an impact and a difference. So Absolutely, that was really yeah. touching to me. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of more about the, the soul centered CEO kind of concept and what it means to be, to be one and how to become one. So it's I love that, um, you say the collaboration, I think w there's a lot of saying a collaboration, 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 but a lot of people are still don't get the concept fully of what it means to collaborate. Yeah. You know, because there's also, as yeah. you said, like what you are, guys are doing is a fantastic and be able to give 10 women the opportunity to start their business. Because there are places yeah. in the world, there's so many women out there and so many men as well that would love to start their business. And they're, they're, they live in a situation that they can't. And, you know, financially yeah. they can't. It's not that they can go ask for a loan or they can ask their friends to loan them money. And that is something, yeah. you, know, you know, being... You, you've traveled, so you've seen it as well, though, you know? Yeah. And yeah. it's something that I always see, like when people are saying, I'm raising my prices. If you don't raise your prices, it's a money mindset thing. And I'm like, no, sometimes, or when people are trying to sell you something and people can't afford it, you're like, no, but the reality is that I can't. And it's yeah. not that, it, unfortunately, that is the reality that, you know, some people hope face, face it, yeah. Absolutely. And on the flip side of that, 
I also feel like for those of us that can do it, we yes. need to do it. Yes. And we need to do it in a bigger, more expansive way. Because I think a lot of times, especially I would say with at least my experience with more service oriented, like healers or, you know, teachers that are, um, they're, they're not used to being able to create expansive wealth or abundance. So in their mind, they're like, oh, I don't need a lot. I don't need to make that much. I can just make da, 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 whatever it is, X, Y, Z. And what I share with them is like, what you need to understand is the more that you make, the more you can give, the more of a vessel of, of an impact you can make. Yeah. So if you allow yourself to step to a higher level, I'm not saying you have to keep it all. I'm not saying you have to buy a bunch of stuff. But what I'm saying is when you allow yourself to receive more, you can then become a vessel of blessing to so many more. More women could start their business. You could build more schools, more houses, whatever it is, right? Oh my God. So I think if we can get out of our own way yeah. and say, look, it's not about me. This money's not about me. I'm just a... I'm a vessel of the divine abundance that's available to all of us. And I'm going to use that to make as big of an impact as I possibly can. Yep. And I find that that helps entrepreneurs kind of get out of their head about their money things. It's like, it's not about you. you like you don't have to keep it yeah, all. Exactly. You need to make it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's true. It's interesting. You say like, I, I've been in business for three years, Haley, and I started an online magazine three years ago, which eventually that's, this is what I wanted to create. I wanted to create a, a, a fund to help women or teenagers in, you know, in countries such as South America, even Argentina, where I'm at now, to be able to help them with the funds to start their own business. So, so yeah, so I'm glad. We're, I'm so happy we connected. We're going to stop the podcast. Once we finish the podcast, I'm still going to be talking to you <laughs> and find out more. But, uh, yeah, I believe you see that thing, all these connections that you make with people and you start the conversations, you always, there's always something there that you can do and collaborate and learn from oh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it really does take a village, right? It takes all of us. Yeah. And I think that's what I've been so blessed to experience for all those years. I was just by myself, by myself. And I finally am like, wow, now I feel like I have a community to, to show up for each other in a way that a lot of us don't have in our lives, you know, and it's yeah. been, that's just such a beautiful experience. And I hope that everyone finds whatever that means for them, right? Whatever form of connection and community that, that they need, because to me, it's priceless. And I, I think I underestimated how important it was for a long time. And now I'm yeah. like, I'm in, yeah. I will never not be yeah. in from that now on. Be. So definitely does make a huge difference though and it's even even if you're working on yourself and by yourself and you hire a team like you said it still helps a little bit it does like be able to get on the phone with your VA and it's like what the hell like let's what do we need to do you know but mm -hmm. have it as a team like everybody have their individuality as well because we all different mm -hmm. like there's no such thing yeah. like I'm the boss and you do what I tell you to do which is the beauty exactly. about being an entrepreneur as well so um, exactly Hayley, before we wrap up, Lovie, thank you so much. I would love if anybody's listening to this and get in contact with Haley. if this is the vision that you have for your business. I know there's a lot of women that I know that that do see this more. You know, as you said, you don't have to keep all the money. There's so many things you can do out there, like building schools, giving really? people education, you know, children. I would say this because, like, especially here in Argentina where I'm at, like, 
the teachers are always on strike. They're always on strike. And I see the kids and I'm like, gosh, like, you know, it's, it, they're supposed, they want to learn. They want to do something. And like the parents are working and so much they can teach them, you know, especially now that everybody has to homeschool. So, yeah. you know, it's good to have things, things like what you doing now, like you guys are doing that is, you know, to empower more people worldwide. So, yeah. Ailey, if anybody wants to reach you, where they can find you, get to know you more, work with you. So um, uh, on any social channel, like so Facebook, Instagram, where else am I? On Clubhouse now. My handle is the same, Haley Hunter Hines, H-A-Y-L-E-Y, Haley Hunter Hines. Um, so that's the easiest on social. If they need to contact me or reach out, they can find me at my website, which is soulsparkleliving.com. Perfect. And Haley, I will drop this on the podcast. Haley, if, um, for anybody who's starting their business, what would you like to tell them? I would say don't focus on anything else but your own vision. So don't follow a bunch of people. Don't do what they're doing. Just be as authentic and real as you possibly can. And then you will have no competition. It will just be your unique energetic signature that you add to everything that you do speak the way you speak, like just be yourself and stay true to the vision that you have. And don't listen to all the, all the noise. Cause there's a lot of that. So that would, that would be the first thing that I would say is going to be really helpful for people just starting out. Yes. I love it. Okay. Haley, thank you so, so much. Lovey. Thank you for sharing your story and thank sharing you. your awesomeness. Thank you. And for everybody who's watching, we will see you next time. See you soon. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, like, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.